Welcome back, guys, to the Reach Your Peak podcast experience. Hope you've been well. Hope your week's been fantastic. Today, what I'm going to talk about is intermittent fasting. I get so many questions regarding this topic, okay? People want to know, what is intermittent fasting? Is it good for me? And how do I do it? In today's episode, what I'm going to discuss is, you know, the simple thing you need to know about intermittent fasting and weight loss. And then I'm going to deep dive into a few different methods you can actually do it. And then I'm going to give you my recommendation of what works with my clients and what's actually more founded in evidence so you can actually have the best advice going forward. And in that way, if you want to try intermittent fasting, you've at least got the best knowledge possible going forward. So I'm going to go into that today. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I think you're going to enjoy this one. And yeah, let's get into it. Okay, so let's start with what is intermittent fasting, okay? Because people ask me, you know, what exactly is it? Okay, so it's fasting, right? So I just don't eat or, you know, what do I do? Well, it's a good question and it's a very popular diet style. Now, the reason I say diet style is you've probably heard me say this before, but it's not really a particular, it's a diet, I guess it is. In, in theory, it is a diet, but I see it more of a style because you can really adapt it to any kind of style of eating. So let's say you're a vegan, you can still do intermittent fasting. Let's say you're a flexible dieter, such as myself and a lot of my clients. You can do intermittent fasting. So you can actually adapt intermittent fasting to most different styles of eating or ways of eating, so, so to speak. So that's why I consider more of like a strategy, a style, rather than a diet per se. But let's consider a diet for the purposes of this discussion. What is intermittent fasting? It's basically where you allow yourself to have periods of fasting in your diet, so to speak, so you can actually help you know, initiate and create an energy deficit. In that way, you can actually help you lose weight. Now, the reason I'm talking about weight loss is here because most people that do intermittent fasting, I see most, not all, are doing it for a weight loss reason, okay? They're doing it because they want to shed an extra few kilos or they want to lose a significant amount of weight. That's usually the reason people do intermittent fasting. But obviously, intermittent fasting does have other benefits, so other people can use it too. It's not just for weight loss. So, you know, things like increasing satiety because... You know, and I'll explain this in more detail, but the way you kind of eat with intermittent fasting can be a, quite a satiating diet. But essentially what it is, it's, there's different ways of doing it, and I will go into that in more detail in a sec. But it's just basically alternating periods of fasting and eating to initiate a certain goal. That's essentially what it is in a very lame and simple way of explaining it. Now, there are different methods of doing this and initiating this, and I will go into those now. So you can get an idea of exactly what kind of things you can start doing to help you with this. If, of course, this is something you want to try yourself. So there's three main methods. Now we'll go into a fourth one, which is quite out there. Okay, so I'll go into that one in a sec as well. But I'll start with the three main methods because there's three main ways you can do intermittent fasting. And the first one is the 16-8. Now, maybe you've just heard me say that and you're like, oh, I've heard of the 16-8. You know? What is it? What is the 16-8? Essentially, it's where it's 16 hours of fasting an eight-hour window of eating, okay? Does that make sense? So it's alternating. So to give you an easy example, let's say you decide you're going to do intermittent fasting, you're going to do a 16-8 method, and you say you're going to do that eight kind of hour window eating opportunity, and you're going to put that at 12 p.m. as the starting point. That means between 12 p.m., so noon, and 8 p.m. in the night, that's when you can eat food, okay? And then you fast all the other hours, so in theory, this works well for a lot of people because it helps create more structure and allows them to create an energy deficit by eating less overall. But the thing you got to remember, this is the number one thing that you need to understand when it comes to intermittent fasting and weight loss. 
is at the end of the day, the calorie deficit dictates, okay? It doesn't matter that you're doing a bit of fasting if you're still eating in a surplus. It does not matter. And let, rest assured, it's easy to still hit your maintenance and even go into a surplus in eight hours. I can assure you that. So you always got to still be aware and mindful of what your total nutrition is doing because a lot of people jump on the bandwagon of fasting thinking that it's a magic cure. It's not. Like any diet, there's no diet that's superior. It will work effectively for a lot of people, but if you're not managing overall calories, it won't make a difference. But essentially, the 16-8 proposes that by fasting 16 hours, you allow yourself less opportunity to overeat. And if as long as you're controlling calories, you're in a deficit, that will help you lose weight. Now, going back to the satiety thing I mentioned, 16-8 is a good example of this. When you're eating the amount of food, so let's say your 1,800 is your target. Eating 1,800 calories in an eight-hour window versus eating across a 12-hour window it's going to be a lot more satiating for most people. For the simple fact, you're eating a lot more food in a smaller period of time, okay? It's, it's simple math. So because of that, it can be an effective strategy for people that have a lot of you know, issues with satiety and craving control and you know, hunger and all that sort of thing. But for some people, it still won't make a difference because in that eight-hour gap, that eight-hour window, they'll overcompensate for the fact they've been fasting by eating a lot more than they usually would. And when this happens... Well, as I mentioned, you won't lose weight. It's as simple as that. <laughs> then the second method, okay, the second method is not a really popular one. And this one's not too bad either. For, it works for certain people. I know personally some people who this works, uh, you know, fabulously with is the 5-2 diet. Now, this is another one you've probably heard of. The 5-2 diet is basically where you generally, for five days of the week, you'll eat generally normal, okay? You'll eat your kind of normal meals that you usually eat, normal portions. You know, obviously you wouldn't overeat. You wouldn't kind of push it and just kind of overindulge. That would be that would be silly. If you're trying to lose weight, that's a silly way to go about it. So just yeah, FYI, just in case you were doing it. And then what it proposes is that then the two comes to play is the two days a week. Usually people choose, you know, the weekend or Monday and Tuesday. You know, it doesn't really matter. The point is the two days in the week you're doing this. Two days of the week, you're cutting your calories to about 500, 600 calories. So if anyone here who's counted macros, counted calories, use MyFitnessPal as I do, you know that 500 to 600 calories is nothing. It's very easy to just overdo that in one meal. So as you can see, it's kind of a method of fasting where you're not really eating, you know, rest you know, restricting yourself during the week, but on these two days, okay, these two days, you're eating a lot less than usual. And the it's proposing that by cutting your calories to that extent on two days, you're offsetting any of the energy surplus you might be across the week. So essentially, you're creating a calorie deficit across the week. That's essentially how it works. But obviously, as you can tell, if this kind of level of restriction on those two days leads to a rebound effect where the next five days, you're like, oh, stuff it. I've been restricted myself. I want to eat some extra food. Then it'll still balance out. So you still, again, got to be wary and mindful and aware of what your actual nutrition is doing. So the 5-2 is like another very popular diet, like I mentioned, similar to the 16-8, except that it's a bit more drastic because you're going really you know, narrow calorie ranges on certain days, which doesn't suit a lot of people. But for some people, this works fine. And they're happy to kind of take the brunt of having to only eat 500, 600 calories on two days of the week so that they don't have to stress overall as much for the during the week what they're eating. But like I mentioned, you still got to be a mindful eater. You can't just go, yeah, stuff it and just for the sake of it, cut down to 500, 600 calories on two days and think that you're sweet. Doesn't necessarily work that way. You still have to be aware. Okay, that's important. 
Then the third one is Eat Stop Eat. Now this one's a less popular one. It's not as well known, and it's more of a very more of an erratic or sporadic or whatever you want to call it way of doing intermittent fasting. It's essentially you you fast for 24 hours once or twice a week. So in some ways, similar to that five two, two you know, one to two days, you're cutting back your calories, but you're fasting, literally you're fasting for 24 hours. So you're doing, it's even more extreme. So as you can see, going down from this list, we've gone from the least extreme intermittent fasting to the most extreme intermittent fasting. That's just without considering all the other very extreme intermittent fasting regimens out there that are less popular, which we won't go too much into those, except for one that I will discuss in a sec. But yeah, with the eat, stop, eat, essentially by fasting fully 24 hours, once or twice a week, you're cutting out so many calories out of your weekly intake that it's very easy to create a deficit this way. But what's the problem here? Yep, I'll let let you think. I'm sure you already know it. The problem is who fucking likes fasting for 24 hours? Some people do, okay? So if you listen to this and you do enjoy Great, okay, keep doing that if that's what you enjoy. I mean, do you really need to fast for that long? I mean, is it good for health? That's another topic all in itself. But if you can sustain it, okay. And if it works for you, okay. But most people, and I'm talking about 99.9% of the people that I've interacted with, just don't like it, okay. It's just not an easy way to go about it. Who wants to fast and just not eat for 24 hours? It's, it's yeah it's very hard to stick to as you can tell it's very hard to stick to so this is one i really do not recommend for a lot of people because one it's not going to be sustainable two the evidence behind is it actually healthy to do so and then three you know there's no real need for it you know you're more likely to meet your nutritional needs and your weight loss needs by doing something less you know less full-on and something a bit more conservative okay that's where the other two methods could be of benefit to someone that's trying to do intermittent fasting but yeah as you can see the eat stop eat it's just such a restrictive way of doing it that it's probably not a viable way for most people. And that's the most important thing you gotta remember here. With any diet, it's gotta be lifestyle based. It's gotta to relate to you. It's gotta be aligned with your preferences. You gotta be able to stick to it. If you're not, it won't work. And if it does work, it'll work temporarily. Okay, and who wants temporarily, uh, temporary fixes, sorry? Not many of you, I'm sure. So yeah, so eat, stop, eat. Eh, it's a bit more of a restrictive one. I'm not really a big fan of it. Then you got the 16-8, as I mentioned at the start, which is a pretty common one. And it's a, probably my favorite one. And I'll go into details more about that soon. And then the 5-2, which is a bit more of a restrictive one, but it's not as restrictive as the eat, stop, eat. So now what we're gonna get into is I'm gonna quickly talk about another one that's come up recently-ish. I think in the last couple of years, I've only heard about it. And it's called the warrior diet. It's a way of intermittent fasting where essentially... You're, every day you'll eat, okay? You'll eat every day, but you're fasting throughout most of the day and you just eat one big meal at the end of the day, okay? So basically you eat nothing during the day, you get up, you shower, you get ready for work, you go to work, you come back home, you relax or whatever you do, and then what happens is you eat a big ass meal, okay? We're talking like high calorie usually or, you know, relative. You, don't, you still don't want to go over your calories, but like, let's say if you're, let's use an example. Let's use a perfect example. Let's say you're, you're targeting that 1800, like we talked about before. You'd basically try and eat 1800 in that one meal. Now, for some people that with big appetites or are eating very high fat foods, this could be probably easy, but the health, the health implications for something like this, eating so many, you know, calories in the one meal and, you know, how much of that can you absorb? How much can you process? How much of the, uh, the minerals and nutrients and vitamins can you actually grab from the food? That's a whole nother issue in itself. But in, but in, as you can see, it's probably not viable for most people. Who wants to eat that much food in one go? 
not many people. Okay, you're even better off splitting it between two meals. And that's an easy way to do it. But essentially, the warrior diet proposes that you know, back in the day, warriors would you know be out doing their thing, and then they'll come home, you know, whatever home was back then, and then they'll just eat a big meal at night. And that's that level of, of fasting. So basically, it's kind of like a exaggerated 16-8 because you're eating every day, but you're fasting for a lot more. And usually the eating window is like up to three hours. Usually I'm guessing something like that. It varies, but essentially it's just one meal. So however much you can get into one meal. But I do not, and I repeat, I do not recommend that people eat one meal a day. And that's why I don't recommend this, uh, this style of eating. I do not recommend people overdo their calories to such an extent in one meal and rely on one meal for the nutrition. Because it's just simply not balanced. Like I said, how much can you get from one meal? You don't pro- you don't digest, process, and actually absorb all the nutrients from every single food you eat, okay? And some nutrients is even less so. So if you're only eating one meal, you're really compromising your potential nutrition for the sake of just losing weight. Not to mention it's probably not convenient for most people. And what happens if you're at work, someone's birthday party you know, happens or whatever you want to call it, and then everyone goes, okay, let's have lunch, and then now you can't have it because you, you're eating that way. It's just not a sustainable way. Similar to the eat, stop, eat, except maybe slightly easier for some people. It's just not a viable solution for most people. So yeah, so that's my four methods I want to talk about today, okay? Four methods, the, the most popular ones, and then one that's a bit out there, okay? The warrior diet. Now, what would I recommend? Okay, so you're probably listening to this. Okay, cool, Alexa, you've told me all these things about intermittent fasting. I now have a better idea what it is. I have a better idea of how to do it. But which one should I do if I want to try it? Well, if you want to try it, great. Intermittent fasting, I actually, I am actually a fan of it, okay? It actually can be a quite good of a method for certain people. I don't recommend it for everyone, obviously, for the obvious reasons, but intermittent fasting is not a fad diet. The way a lot of people push for it, the way a lot of people see it, and the way a lot of people talk about it potentially could be considered a fad diet, you know, esque, but it's not in itself a fad diet. And there's actually good, uh, good evidence to support that it can actually be a useful weight loss tool. But which one would I use with clients? Well, 16-8. It's as simple as that. 16-8 replicates the eating patterns of us human beings to the best extent, okay? 5-2 is okay, okay? 5-2 can work for some people. It's not a viable one for most people because of the nature of that restriction. But 5-2 is okay. I have used it with some people, but not but not much. 16-8 is where it at, okay? If you're trying to do intermittent fasting, 16-8 is where it is at, okay? That is what you want to try. You want to find yourself an eight-hour window, and you want to position it in a way that suits you. So if you're someone that you get home, and for whatever reason, you're not actually hungry, or you don't really, you know, it, or you care less about the dinner meal, but breakfast, if you don't have your breakfast, you're just, you know, groggy all day, or, you know, just not feeling good yourself, then maybe you switch that window. The window doesn't matter. It doesn't have to be 12 to 8. I just use that as an easy example, and that's what most people use. You can switch it in any way you want. So let's say you want to have breakfast and you can start at nine o'clock and just do eight hours uh, in a window from then on and then stop eating at that certain point. It does not matter. At the end of the day, it's all about the calorie range. You want to be hitting the calories you want to hit. You want to know what calories you need to hit and you want to hit it for intermittent fasting. It doesn't matter how exactly you do it. But 16-8 is what I recommend. So if you're doing intermittent fasting and you're not doing 16-8, try it out, see what you think. But if you aren't doing intermittent fasting and you want to give it a go, then of course, my recommendation is simply 16-8. Okay, it's as simple as that. Okay, 16-8 is what you want to do. And I've said 16-8 so many times in the last minute, I swear I'm going to get crazy with myself and keep saying it, okay? <laughs> anyway, so that's basically my kind of rundown, my basic rundown of you know introductory into intermittent fasting, give you an idea of what it's about, give you some ideas of how it can be done in the most popular methods, 
And then finishing up then obviously with my recommendation, if you are to try intermittent fasting, doing the 16-8 would be a good idea. Now, obviously, if you're struggling with nutrition and it's obviously something that you're kind of wanting to change, but you don't know where to start or how to do it, or you're just, not unsure, or you're just unsure, please reach out. Okay, send me a message for Instagram. Send me a message for Instagram. The link is in the show notes. You'll be able to contact me for a day and I will talk about it with you, okay? And I will help you. I'll provide that um, that advice. And of course, if you ever do need that one-on-one coaching, I do offer that as well. So if you're ready to take action, if you're ready to kind of get transform your body, get a body you're happier, healthier, and more confident in, improve your performance and all that kind of stuff, then please reach out and let's talk, okay? Perhaps my coaching experience can be of benefit to you. But yeah, I'll finish up here now. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast episode. It's really an important one, I feel, because like I said, I really do get a lot of questions regarding this. Intermittent fasting is a popular method, and for good reason. You know, it's it's got evidence behind it. It's not too fatty, and it's, yeah, it suits a lot of people, especially ones that would like to control their cravings and extra, extra snacking and all that sort of thing. But at the end of the day, you got to remember, it is not for everyone, okay? I myself have tried it here and there, off and on, not a huge fan because I just I like to eat, you know, when I'm hungry while controlling calories. But doing intermittent fasting can actually be a benefit sometimes if you need to control that that satiety. So yeah. Hope this helped. Please reach out if you need any any questions answered. And yeah, I'll talk to you next time. See you guys.